Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Uh, they're fully stocked, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury the beverage supermarket and we're in the sunbury motors studio don't forget sunbury motors you can shop online now at sunburymotors.com ford lincoln kia hyundai pre-owned inventory plenty of it you can sit there from the comfort of your own home and pick out exactly what you love and you can get the buying process going all at sunburymotors.com gabe cinecropi in a few moments first our play-by-play call of the day aaron Rodgers against the cardinals Bring pressure. Well, they did the last time too, which I thought was pretty smart. They got Rogers backpedaling. He resets Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away, throws it up in the air, says a prayer, and Janice does not stop it. Oh, please! What a catch! That's insane. Oh my! That may be one of the great throws ever made. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. Another Aaron Rodgers great moment. Take note to the first-round pick of the Packers. He's your starting quarterback. All right. To that, we bring in our good friend, Gabe Sinecropi from the Williamsport Crosscutters. Gabe, first of all, most importantly, hope you and yours and the entire Crosscutter family is doing well. We are, Steve. Thank you very much. All right, let's start with this uh, so people understand. We we can't answer questions for people as to what the future is going to be, but l- I want to start with this. There are a lot of reports out there and lists out there. As someone who sits and reads reports and sees lists, is there inaccuracy in what we're reading? Well, I think there is some, yes. And, and, uh, you know, people are still working off the uh, contraction list that was published in, I think, mid-October. There's definitely been changes to that list. Uh, We're not privy to all the changes. Uh, I don't think all of the changes are even set in stone yet. Uh, So there's still a lot of unknowns as far as, uh, minor league baseball in in 2021 and and how it all looked. I think that what is known though, Steve, is that minor league baseball is going to look different. It is going to look different in 2021. Exactly how uh, it all plays out, I don't think we know yet. I think we may know fairly soon, uh, sooner than I had originally thought. I thought this may go through even past the end of, of the 2020 season uh, until it was decided. But, but I think that, um, you know, things will uh, 
uh, be put together uh, and, and a framework will be agreed upon, um, you know, here sometime fairly soon. Because yeah, what I found interesting was the April 22nd meeting or negotiation, however that was done by Zoom or whatever they did it. No news came out of that. Like nobody leaked anything. And I found Finally. that interesting that, that there were no <laughs> leaks on anything that happened with that. Yeah, and, and there's been leaks from, you know, the very beginning. Uh, I mean, I think that list was a leak. Uh, you know, both sides have, have uh, pointed fingers at each other uh, about leaking things during these negotiations. Uh, it has been contentious at times. Um, but, yeah, not not a lot has has come out of, of that meeting, per se, in, in the general public. So I want to talk about, except for the Williamsport situation, something that has been mentioned during all of this and the public posturing has been about minor league facilities. Uh, now, you and I both know, for example, Auburn and Batavia really struggle in this regard. The right. Cutters and their ownership and the city have put $3 million, uh, at least that's a general neighborhood, yeah, even into, more than that. Yeah, yeah. BB and T ballpark at, at historic Bowman Field. What has that done for the facility, and what has that done to make people think that it is a viable facility going forward? Well, I think number one, uh, and, and I think you would attest to it, Steve, and and you'll even attest to it more this year if you have the opportunity to be there. Uh, yeah. That you know the the renovations that were made over the last three, four years, uh, you know, got us over a hump. It got us over a hump that, that we've been trying to get over for two decades. And it, it all came about due to the MLB Little League Classic. And with the city's help and, and our help, and obviously Major League Baseball's help, some things were done to, to the ballpark. Um, to where we have, uh, if not the best, tied for the best uh, minor league field, you know, the actual turf, uh, you know, in all 160 ballparks. Uh, Major League Baseball takes care of that field 12 months a year. Um, They they employ the head groundskeeper. So you know that that we have a field... uh, that that's as as good as any in the minor leagues, better than many in the major leagues, and even the major yep. league players that come will say that mm-hmm. because they do not allow a whole lot of stuff happening on that field over the course of the twelve months. Besides the Cutters uh, games and of course uh, that classic, there are a few other games, but not nearly uh, what are on other fields and and around the country. So they take good care of it, but it, it you know it just elevated our our stadium and that said i'll i'll say that you know we still don't have all of the amenities both for fans and for players and and the personnel that that many stadiums have so i still don't put us facility wise in the rank of you know a state college or a brooklyn or Staten Island, or et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, but we're much better than we were, and I think we are viable. I think we are absolutely still viable. There's no, well, no question about that. You're still viable. Um, 
what has this time been like for you? Because you're getting the question all the time, and I'm, you know, and as you know, I'm not going to ask the question because I mean, I think you and I are both smart enough that we've been around this a long time, and we don't talk in the in in the hypotheticals. What's it been like for you, though, though having to answer the question all the time? Uh, are we going to keep playing? Are we going to keep playing? It's it's been. Uh, the, the whole off season, Steve, has been the way I describe it to people is that, you know, in October the list came out and the crosscutters were on that uh, supposed contraction list, and that was like a punch in the gut. Yep. And uh, you know, while we were still bent over dealing with that punch in the gut, a pandemic, COVID nineteen comes. And, and while we're bent over with that, we get the uppercut. It was a one-two punch. And uh, we're, we're, we're bloodied and we're bruised. But, you know, we're, we're working very hard to, to be able to fight again. And, uh, you know, we were certainly hoping and certainly still hope to have a 2020 season. But, you know, there's, there's two questions now, right? First, it's this season which we are uh, 43 days away from. And uh, then the second question is, what happens in 2021? Because, you know, the crosscutters were supposedly on that list. You know, we we hope at the end of the day, obviously we have a relationship with Major League Baseball, with that MLB Little League Classic. Which is scheduled again. They've rescheduled it for next year. So they did do that. Yes, yes. So we see that as a, a possible hope and a bridge to uh, stay afloat in, with affiliated baseball. Um, you know, there is the other option of uh, what Major League Baseball is calling the Dream League, uh, which is in sense, in sense an, an independent uh, league, uh, yeah. that, that cities will have the option of being part of. Uh, it will still be loosely affiliated with Major League Baseball. And, you know, we're looking at all the options because we don't know, nor do, does anybody else know, if they are, at the end of the day, going to be on this list because the list has been ever-changing. Uh, there's lots of different things going on with it. And, you know, in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania we're faced with uh, the Cutters, State College, and Erie all being yeah. on that initial list. And uh, I hope that all three of us survive at the end of the day. Yeah, we all do. What is the relationship been like with the Phillies? I mean, in the end, if it sounds like I mean that that you know that major league teams might be able to make the call on who some people happen to be, what's that relationship been like with the Phillies? Our relationship with the Phillies is awesome. That said. You know, the, it, what is coming out of all of these negotiations is that instead of, you know, six teams, they want teams to have four minor league affiliates, right? Right. And unfortunately, in, in some regards, we're the redheaded stepchild uh, of, of their affiliates because they don't own us outright, nor do they own a piece of us. Where right. there's uh, the all the other affiliates they have a piece of or they own outright. Yeah, they so, own Reading outright. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we're the odd man out with the Phillies, and um, I I know that 
that pains them too. Uh, I've talked to them, and, and that pains them. Um, but but I think that if we survive and move forward, and, and I'm confident that we will, by the way, um, it will probably be with another affiliation in 2021. And uh, it's not fun to think about. We have a lot of great friends in the Phillies organization. It's been just awesome being with them. They treat everybody like family. And uh, it, it was uh, and still is a, a great experience. But, you know, we're, we're looking at the possibility that that may not be able to continue due to minor leagues reorganization next year. So, Gabe, this is from a philosophical point of view. Uh, obviously, baseball is doing a lot now with through analytics and so forth, where they want to have a lot of players between the ages of mm, 24 and 30. And they're not really in the mood for the most part, unless you're Mookie Betts or Mike Trout, to give second contracts right to an existing player in the organization. To me, that makes the minor leagues and development more important than ever. I mean, is, do you think that's fair? It is. It's a very fair statement. Um, I think also, though, that they're they're looking at you know economics. Sure. Uh, they're looking at. Um, you know, they're now going to pay minor league players more uh, starting this year, and they should. Uh, they're grossly, you know, underpaid. But but they were looking at, uh, you know, class action lawsuits and all these things by by players, um, and and now they're they're bringing that pay up, and uh, they they see the opportunity maybe to to just have less of them employed and uh, that's that's what they're looking at there I think there's some things with what Major League Baseball wants to do uh, for the minor leagues I there's some of it that makes sense there really is uh, mm-hmm. the, the geographic stuff uh, you know it's it's this whole big 160 teams in in the minor leagues and where they are, you know, it's it's just happened over the years, over the decades, right? That that you build, right. build on it, you build on it. People move. This happens. That happens. And then all of a sudden, you look at it and you say, "Wow, this this geographically is getting kind of weird." And and it is. Uh, so there's there's room for for geography things. You know, I I hate hate to see for a, a million different reasons teams going away. Um, whether it's us or not, uh, you know, I think that's that's grassroots baseball that gets kids, uh, turns kids into players, right? And then baseball fans, major league baseball fans, as they grow up, um, you know, some of that's going to be missing out of maybe forty cities, and that's a shame. Um, but things are going to be different in twenty twenty one that we can yeah. we can bet on. Which was going to be my last point, because to me, marketing-wise, I understand the economic part. You know, and we we just did an entire segment on economics with Tony Knopp. Uh, but part of what you do is marketing. And I think it's really hard to look at 40 cities where you and I know it. You know, The family that lives in Muncie, and it's mom, dad two, three children decide to go over to Bowman for a game. 
and they walk in and they see that beautiful field put in by Major League Baseball, and at some point they say, geez, boy, I'd like to go to a Phillies game. Right? You're now looking at 42 places across the country. You know, it could be 15 to 30. Who knows? Whatever the number happens right. to be. And, right. and you're saying, and you're saying to them, no. And I think that's that's one of those penny-wise, pound-foolish moves because, to me, I think that's pivotal to your marketing, especially on the major league level when you're getting 30% of your revenue from your gate. It is. It is, and th- those are all good points. Uh, those are all good points, and that's why I say, you know, that, that removing uh, a professional team from, from these cities, however many it ends up being, um, right. has to affect. It's not going to affect attendance next year or the year after. or You know, you're not going to see this until right. a decade later yep. where these young kids are not going to uh, a professional baseball game and wanting to, to emulate those players on the field by playing t-ball and playing little league baseball and then uh you know we all age out at a certain point uh of, of <laughs> playing and, and we're and we're fans and we're fans yeah. and yeah. uh you know uh the, I, that's going to be missing and it's going to take time for that to really take effect and and uh yeah, it's it's going to be a shame. It definitely is. Yeah, I mean, it's only a prediction on my part. I have no insider information. But I don't think it's going to be 42, but I think there will be a reduction of some sort. That's just my opinion. Yeah, there so. definitely will be a reduction, and you're right. It may not be quite uh, 42, um, and, and it's not going to be, you know, the, the all the teams that were on that initial list. But I can tell you for a fact that, there's no definitive list as we sit here right now. Um, right. It's still, it's still, you know, uh, you know, like like a a ball of clay being molded. So uh, we'll we'll see where it where it exactly lands. You know, we get we get a lot of intel from from uh, from the negotiating committee uh, on down, and and uh, things change every day. It's been a roller coaster for us over the last few months. Uh, yeah. Without going into details, it would be really neat. I think someday, uh, years down the road, somebody may write a book about this uh, whole thing that's that's gone on over the last six months, and I think it would make a pretty darn interesting read. Thanks so much for your time. No matter what happens, I, I want Williamsport desperately to stay right th- right there and doing what they're doing because, uh, you know, I think the world is going there. And obviously, you know, of course, you know how strongly I feel about State College's situation, too, but I feel as strongly about Williamsport, too. Gabe, thanks so much. Steve, you got it. Say a prayer, everybody, and that uh, both the Cutters, State College, and even Erie are, are still yep. uh, all in affiliated ball come 2021. Absolutely. Gabe, thank you, my friend. You bet. Hey, one quick uh, historical note that should not be bypassed on this particular day. I did open the show, and I talked about today being the 50th anniversary of the Knicks and Willis Reed winning the NBA title there first, and about Bobby Orr's goal, which will be the 50th anniversary on Sunday. Today is also the 75th anniversary of VE Day, victory in Europe. 75 years ago today. A lot of people gave their lives to make that happen. 
We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage when it comes to car buying there's the other guy's way and then there's the smc way the other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want the Subway motors way lets you take the time you need to browse ask questions and take the test drive and think on it for over 100 years the mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have the other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will the smc way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth the smc way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. By the way, a theme song you heard for on the mark. When the suit walks into the building, that music plays and that red carpet rolls out. It's really kind of a you know, kind of a cool thing to see. Matt says after a while it's nauseating. I don't, I, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have said that out loud, but. <laughs> you can picture it, can't you? Yes, to each his own. <laughs> now, is he actually coming back in Monday? I don't know if he'll physically be back here Monday, so we'll have to, we'll have to see. It'll be a surprise, I guess. I have not been told either way. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, well, well, with this IndyCar thing, he's been texting me all the time, so I changed numbers. Uh, all right. Uh, so <laughs> today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Yeah, they are open. Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Some of you, um, uh, was Bucknell graduation this weekend? It was, for this it was weekend? supposed to be next weekend, but now it's mid-July. Mid-July, okay. Well, Penn State, this is commencement weekend. So stock up now and have your own family within the confines of your home. Stock up at Brewer's Outlet and have your own commencement party. If uh, And congratulations, by the way, on getting your degree and all the hard work that you put in to get there. 
And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and go to sunburymotors.com, Ford, Lincoln, okay? Kia, Hyundai, pre-owned inventory. You can do all your shopping there, and guess what? You can actually buy from the comfort of your own home. Don't forget that great pre-owned inventory they have there as well, all at sunburymotors.com. Well, for those who are wondering if he was okay, especially after last week, ladies and gentlemen, we bring back the king. What up? Hey, I, I never looked at my phone, so... And I got something real important to bring up with you right now. I need about a minute. And so I wish I could do this. I didn't plan it this way. It didn't go the way I wanted to. But I nominated you for the MPL Athletic Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. Well, as soon as, as soon as they take as soon as they take some tape. Well, <laughs> and as soon as they look at some old tape of what I played, I'll be out. <laughs> well, I nominated you, and well, that's nice of you. Isn't that nice? That's nice yeah. Well, it, you didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those moments in which Jack Ham was on. <laughs> So, but don't be distressed because it, it go, you know who's going in this year, Jimmy Hayden. Well, Remember Jimmy, Jimmy Hayden's going. Sure, I do. No, so, so this is the way it works. You're now in line, but they've got people that got in line that have been waiting for a long time, and they're not just going to bump somebody to put somebody else in. So, you, I spent days putting this together hours and you've got a wonderful letter from James Franklin um, oh jeez oh yeah I, I did my homework dude I know more about you than you do um, <laughs> <laughs> I submitted 14 pages on you um, people will say did you do this I got every article to I could okay. find. So, uh, so you're Diane saying that Weaver, you... I believe her name is very, Diana, very yeah. nice lady. Diane, um, Diane is about as nice as it gets. Yes. Yeah, I, I talked to her quite a bit, and Coach Franklin wrote you a beautiful letter. It's a full page. Well, this is breaking yeah. news. <laughs> well, if he had submitted a fifteenth page. <laughs> yeah, I guess you needed two pages, but even he could get you. Uh, Jack Ham wrote a beautiful letter, um, and his secretary is a wonderful lady. Um, oh, she is. No, no, she's she's incredible. I love her. She's great. Well, it's funny because um, I wrote Jack, and Kathy knows all about this. Kathy got his address for me. Right. But the address was a little bit off, and he didn't get the letter for quite a while. So I, I never heard from him. And then one day I'm out in the shop working, and my secretary comes out, and she goes, uh, Jack Ham's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Donald Trump's on line, too. <laughs> yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. I go, really? I said, okay. He was devastated that he didn't get a letter out earlier. And he wrote a beautiful letter. So right. that all Dude. that was submitted. 
Um, did, 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 now Sean they didn't Carey. Miss... Sean Carey wrote you a beautiful oh, letter. That's great. Um, and I was going to keep going, but I thought that was enough, you know. <laughs> but, this is the best bringing news not. we've had all day. <laughs> I was like, wow. wow. I, yeah. Nobody here could believe you didn't get in, but <laughs> you're in line. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm going to submit you every year, and I, um, I will mail you the letters and the package that I put together. Um, well, that's, that's nice so for you to do. <laughs> you can take a look at it. I mean, it really doesn't I mean, matter if you get it or not. But I thought I mean, you it, liked it. it so. It's one of those. It's one of those things where um, people who have done media in the town, you know, that have gone on to media, yeah, uh, like Leah Secundo, who's an ath- great athlete in her own right. I yeah. know that. Yep. You know, you know, obviously Peter, and we just had yep. Peter on the. When did we had Peter on the show about a month ago. Uh yes, we did. Yeah, yep. yep. So, well, you you ought to let them know you didn't get in. I'll <laughs> 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 get a kick out of that. <laughs> really? I'm telling you, it's good. Uh, I wasn't on awful. last week because I was so peed off last week. I was ready to kill somebody. I was just like. He didn't get in. I, I was. <laughs> see, I, I had my hip surgery, so I had nothing to do. You know? Right. So I put this together while I was hurt. So well, that's awfully nice of you. Wow. Well, yeah, this is, well, yeah, this I'll is get what you in. This is what I was well, kind of well, going to like contact the like... Texas. Um, what do you call it? The head coach down there. Oh, the uh, Jim, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I was going to get I got to the front office, and then I was like, oh, you know, it, it's tough during the season. These guys yeah. are like Coach Franklin. He, Coach Franklin is a wonderful human being. Okay, yes, he is. I, I'm, yeah, he and Diane said he will not put anything together half-heartedly. And right. he didn't get the but he made sure he got, I had to have everything in by January first. I got yeah. his December thirty first, <laughs> right after <laughs> the bowl game. He finished it, yeah. and she said he had everybody in the office working on it. So, and it's just an absolutely wait till you read it. And I was just like, wow. And she said, yeah, he's he takes it serious. He doesn't just throw a couple sentences together and good luck to you. He it's very detailed, and the same with Jack Cam, and the same with Sean Curry. And I feel bad with them. I have to send them. I, I, I was so angry up until about two days ago. <laughs> then I calmed out. I was like, oh. and I get it. You know that they have I'm to d- do what they do. There's people who have been waiting a long time to get in, and of course they, and they have to keep it in a sequence. In the old term first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, that that now you get it. You know, there's a lot of people who deserve to be in, but they sure. only put six in a year. So, and I think they, these are people who have been bumped year after year after year, and now it's their turn. So, it's no slight on well, you. Take take the compliment <laughs> of the, 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 the people. I'm deep, I'm, uh, I, see, I'm, I'm, I wanted to go on the air and say you're in the NFL Hall of Fame, but I did not want to go on the air and say you didn't make it. <laughs> well, I think, first of all, I'm deeply, deeply touched. Uh, as you can tell, I'm not devastated. 
Well, no, I know, because you've gotten your accolades (laughs) that you truly deserve. You know, there's no question you're qualified. It's just other people have been waiting a long time, too. And other people have done great things in the town, so good for you. And they deserve to be in. Absolutely. I mean, Jimmy Hayden, think about it. Oh, no. My God, he was, he was one of the best athletes ever at that school, yeah, and he's just no getting question. in now. And yeah. that's what forty, forty-five years later. Forty-five years you know? later. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that, I was stunned that he hadn't been. He won then yet. So wow, he's a great basketball player. Wow. Yes, he was. Yeah. Hey, we need. So. We we will take a break. Uh, I'm deeply touched by all this. We will come back with the more in a moment, including trivia here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. We always talk about uh, entrance music when when the suit goes into the press box. That's the music he enters with. In slow in slow motion, no less. All right. Time to play some trivia? One more quick one, Steve. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, and this is, and I'll shut up. Uh, Maurice Humphreys? You yes. know who he is? Yes, he played here at Penn State as a wide receiver. He, uh, he is organized in Manchester, Connecticut, a huge food... Uh, giveaway and everything, and giving props to Penn State and all that stuff. So I just wanted to throw that out that he's he's been on TV here and all that stuff. And for him, he's done a wonderful job raising food for you know the homeless and stuff like that. He's done the great, last night, so. great, great job by Mo. Great job yep. by Mo. Yep. So, okay, I'll shut up. All right. So who gets to go first? Well, since Kaz returned, we'll have him go first. Can you say me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I can go first if you well, want. No, I got it. Okay. What is the only food in a golf ball? What is the only what? Food in a golf ball. What food is the edible a... substance that's found in golf balls? <laughs> I'm not gonna even, I, I am not even going to guy. I went out and actually hit a, hit one last night, so I, I got nothing <laughs> no. either. You got nothing, honey. No. Honey, honey really? is in a golf ball. I don't wow. know why, so that's it. Okay. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, the 50th anniversary of Bobby Orr's goal to beat the St. Louis Blues where he flew in the air. Who assisted on the goal? Uh, wow. Johnny Dusick. Okay, good guess. Yeah, I- I'm stumped once again. Derek Sanderson. Oh, wow, the fighter. <laughs> Derek Derek the Turk Sanderson. Yeah. And he ended up being a good broadcaster. Sanderson, Sanderson ended up, after fighting through all the problems he had early in life, has turned yep. out to be a great guy. In fact, 
uh, or splits his time between Florida and Cape Cod. Uh, Sanderson mm-hmm. lives uh, on the same golf course and sandwich that uh, Orr does. Wow. No, yep. They're good guys. Real good yep. guys. Yep. All right, That's going to basketball. Which former NBA player was nicknamed Agent Zero? Agent Zero. Yeah. Uh, I will go with Orlando Woolrich. Incorrect. King? Oh, I'm thinking, oh, my God, we love Big Brother. Oh. <laughs> I love Big Brother. Um, oh. oh, I don't know. I can't think of his name. It is Gilbert Arenas. Oh, that was who I thought it was. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas. Wow. I think. I, yeah, yeah. I know he had a little weapons problem in the locker room. Uh, all right. Yes, he did. This is true. Yes. Good question. What sport other than baseball uses the word home run? Cricket. Ding 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 ding. Boom. I'll go with cricket. <laughs> I better watch my things, huh? (laughs) 50 50 years ago today, the Knicks won their first NBA championship. Who did they beat? You got anything, Kev? The Lakers. Yeah, I was going to say the Lakers myself. It is the Lakers. That's the Willis-Reed game against Will Chamberlain. Comes out, limps out of the locker room, scores the game's first basket. The place goes insane. Scores the game's second basket. Madison Square Garden goes insane. That is it. That's all he scored the entire night. He had four (laughs) points. Four. (laughs) Way to go, Matt. We got him. All right, I'm ding, I'm ding, ding, for ding, three. Double yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, what stadium is the site of the first Super Bowl that later hosted the 1984 Olympics? The LA Coliseum. Yes. Correct. Yeah. How many panels make up a soccer ball? Now we're doing equipment construction. Uh, Absolutely. I will say uh, 52. Ooh, close. Matt, okay, that was not right. My, my uh, original guess was is not as far off, so I'll say uh, 60. Matt was closest, so he gets a ding, ding, ding. 32. Wait These are things minute. you can learn on this show. No, Steve was closest. Well, no, he uh, said 52. Yeah, he, he said, said 60. 50. He oh, said 60. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you get it right. Ding, ding. Well, I thought he said uh, 60. You're 18 off, but. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you win. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tampa was is hosting the Super Bowl the upcoming season. Who was supposed to host the Super Bowl this season? Oh. I know this. 
Vegas. Okay. L.A. Anglewood. L.A. L.A. Because the rule is this: you have to actually be. The L.A. Stadium got delayed. And the rule is you must be established one full season before you're allowed to have the Super Bowl. Thus, Tampa ended up getting the Super Bowl to replace them. And no one will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they'll play it. Believe me. Oh, they'll play it. Believe me. They'll play it, but I don't know if they'll have a crowd. (laughs) Unfortunately. Hopefully they will. And then finally, the record for the longest field goal in NFL history was set by Matt Prater in 2013. How many yards was the field goal? 64. 67. 64 is correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Who kicked the 67-yard one? Was that in college? That was in college. Russell Erksleben. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And oh. that's when they had, remember, that's when they had a tee, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. They used to have a they used to have a two inch block that's a T, and they you know that's what they used back then. Remember Dempsey with a half a foot? I know, sixty three yarder. He just and passed Jason, away, didn't he? He did just pass away. Yeah. 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 He, unfortunately yeah. for him, had been in a nursing home and had suffered from dementia. Yeah. Hey, a Mother's Day this weekend. Of course, Kevin and I were blessed with an awesome mom yep. and awesome grandmoms. Yep. And all and all the stepmothers out there and moms and grandparents and caretakers. All right. And all those who work in care facilities because in a lot of ways your moms. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Matt. And to Lisa, who was a mom for the first time, happy Mother's Day. Thanks, guys.